0: Thanks everybody for listening live from my Facebook. I want to start off this episode by telling a little story. I was listening to an episode of Dateline, Dateline NBC. I like to listen to it while I'm working, and um, they were talking about how they use sometimes they use a black light when they're trying to find evidence, you know, and, and they're doing the uh, CSI nonsense.
1: you only think of the episode of The Office. Uh, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> so they're using a black light. And uh, so they, a lot of times they discovered important things by using a black light. So I said, oh, "I guess black lights matter." I'll
2: no. <laughs> no. oh, get out of here. you love it. <laughs> this is know. the episode
0: called "The Good and the Bad and the Ugly." And I guess you can probably guess know. what that joke was. Um, where <laughs> we come to the table and everyone brings something different. Uh, we this is general movie review. Dove what do you got for us this
2: week? I watched a really cool movie. Now anyway, I bought him an iPad the other day. And yay and for business, I don't really use it that much. Anything you do on your iPad you do on your phone. It's It's just a bigger screen. Yeah, it's true. It's really the only thing. But uh, it's helpful for customers. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. You get a free subscription to Apple TV for a year if you get by an Christian Apple out. iPad oh, okay. or some you other watch product. Did so I watched
1: a- Greyhound. Okay, it was mm. Greyhound. I was wrong. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it was oh on shoot.
2: High. So you have to have an app, obviously. This is kind of what kind of stinks about all this stuff. There's some cool stuff on Netflix that I'm not watching right now because I refuse to subscribe to right. those child molesters. But uh, the, <laughs> there are... there. Are, um, like the King, you know, some cool things yeah. that I have not seen, and you yeah. can't really see, yeah, so I'm like, man, this kind of stinks that, like I'm pretty much the only one that can watch this right now, unless you have an Apple TV subscription. Does Netflix still do the DVD ordering?
3: I don't think so, at least not in the uh, United States. I don't think so.
0: Really, they stopped. when did they stop that?
2: They oh, okay. anyway, I don't know.
0: anyway, they still oh, do
3: okay, it yeah. in
2: Japan or China, probably, but um, so I watched Greyhound, and it was awesome. Oh, wow. it was. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Okay. And uh, one of the coolest things about it is he's a Christian, unapologetically. And uh, they what? D- and I thought they're gonna and I thought in the beginning well, like they're gonna he's gonna lose his faith or something. That's right, how right. this works. Right. right. And kind of no. Towards the end, it kind of reaffirms. He's a big hypocrite oh, wow. or yeah, he's somehow oh, yeah. a big hypocrite. He's or the something. bad guy the whole time. Right. Yeah, and I don't want to say he was a hardcore Christian, but I'm like, okay, they're clearly this is a Christian man. Mm-hmm clearly yeah. and he and he uh actively prays throughout his mm-hmm. job wow a uh, little sta- it's not like sit down like pray like normal it's kind of like little statements more for right audience you know so, so you can see knows, it yeah. but it, it was one of the cool things about uh him as a commander oh wow and Is this he gets like us- his
0: apology for his open satanism i know right <laughs> i don't know man it's so weird I don't, it. I, yeah. I don't get it i don't
2: get it I don't. Time get is it.
0: open Satanism? Yeah, a lot of people were speculating. That he's and he Satanist. has this card. I he has pe- this. I thought people yeah. were
2: speculating. Anyway, he had. Anyway, he starts his day with prayer, and they kind of start the beginning of the movie with that of him doing that, and they end the movie after it's all all this chaos and all this stuff happens. They end the day with him doing the same thing, and that's the end of the movie. Huh. But he has Bible verses and things like that. Um, clearly, a christian man that's heading up this fleet so i thought that was really cool yeah you don't see okay. it very often that's interesting and you, you don't from an apple movie i know i'm like this is so weird why would they even have why yeah right there's really no reason to put it in you would have the same movie regardless but man it got my attention mm-hmm. interesting. um but he has bible verses and things and uh he has this card that says jesus christ the same today Yesterday, today, and forever. Wow! Starts out at the beginning of the movie, and you see that same thing again at the very end of the movie when he goes back to his bunker. What in the world? I know it's really like, and it's pretty. It's pretty like here. This man is clearly a a Christian guy. Wow! Uh, Wow. But they did have a weird thing where they had a of his open Satanism. This guy, one of his one of one of the soldiers' names was Epstein. Oh. And they Are cut, you kidding me? No, listen. And they clearly <laughs> and they, they clearly had this little scene where he goes, what's your name again, son? Epstein? No, Epstein, sir. Oh. Like this kind of like clear like. Reference. There it is. For no reason. You know, you're, kind of like, you're like, Illuminati. but this,
0: but, okay, this is, wait a sec, this is a true story though. There probably was a guy named Epstein. Greyhound.
2: I didn't look if this was true. Oh, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A young, Jeff, a young on the Jeffrey case. Epstein. Yeah. He was <laughs> Greyhound. A young, but so, uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer Epstein. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer Epstein. Oh my word. Okay. Anyway, uh, but it's about, it's just a, a, a story in World War II about this um. um American fleet that basically they had to supply these are the supply ships mm-hmm. that had to go across the Atlantic to supply the army in Europe. and uh, this is a whole kind of like this whole uh, ship stuff that happened that no one really knows about and there's this uh, uh, there's this part where the air air cover is what defends you against subs. Air can defend against subs, but they get to a point where they run out of fuel and they have to go back. no mm-hmm. aircraft carriers. so. Four battleships are tasked with, I think it was 24 different supply ships that they have to defend across this area before, I forget what it's called, pit, something pit, before the air cover comes from Europe.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: So there's this whole section, and they get attacked by uh, German U-boats. And so the cool thing about it was very unique was that you don't have it. I don't know if you guys have seen a real... We've seen a ton of subs movies,
0: yeah, right, right, but you
2: haven't really seen a real battleship, <coughs> besides the movie battleship. Not the one with Rihanna, <laughs> not that one. <laughs> Rihanna's also. I'm in talking this about a real one. Also in yeah, you're movie. right.
0: There really isn't many from the perspective of battleships. But the battleship. uh, they
2: yes. just did a great, a great, yeah. fantastic job of just the intensity of the communication that happens from the commander to the different cool. units. The sonars, the the all the equipment that needs to go right. Yeah, it was really really exciting and super intense. And there were there were scenes in that where um, the German U-boats would know that if they pass through a certain spot of the ship, the deck guns they can't be hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it really does put into effect. It really puts into effect what can happen to a fleet if a if a if submarine if another submarine fleet. Yeah. We're used to seeing subs on their own in yeah, movies, yeah, like yeah, just yeah. by itself out here. Yeah. This is a, a fleet of them attacking a fleet Shocks of battleships. In the water. Mm, cool. and, and how he has to, without seeing them with your eyes, uh, how much communication has to happen to know where they are. Yeah. And they do a really, really great job, and it is super intense, and it's really exciting. And you're just rooting for them the whole time. And cool. you just wanted to blow these guys out of the water so bad. Awesome. And they can't. And it's really hard to do. Yeah. So I, cool. I
1: just want to say that my, my wowedness to the movie being good at the beginning wow. of Dove so. section was really just because when I saw the trailer, I was really intrigued. And then I was kind of like put off by how much everything seemed like. It literally. The trailer literally looked like it was Tom Hanks. And then just everything else was CGI. Like mm, and so I was yeah. just kind of like I was just kind of like this looks weird like and almost because I mean it almost looked like it was so much it almost looked fake to me like the battleships yep. and the submarines and stuff like that. Did it feel like that when you were watching the movie? Or? Uh, it did not. Okay, okay, and, oh. and they
2: really did look
1: real. And I think
2: part of the way why the reason it looked real, yeah. was because they weren't doing like a um, Rihanna version the The battleship, yeah, is, gritty, not, if the battleship is not is the battleship is not flying through the air at some point, <laughs> that kind of thing. You know what I mean? No, these are real. Like if they if Actical. it was like these are actual tactical maneuvers. Yeah, right. Even if it is a green screen, when they do it that way, you know. When he said what they would they, they would get and this, this sub would fire something at them, uh, a torpedo or whatever, and they would be like right full rudder, and they would and then you would see the ship how it
1: yeah. And it cool. looked really real, the yeah. whole
2: tilt of it. Cool. So I think because of that, yeah, cool. it wasn't doing anything it wasn't supposed to do. Yeah. And you could visually see that this is, looks exactly the way these things would maneuver yeah. in a real-life scenario. Cool. Very and, cool. Um, cool. You know, yeah. And he has to maneuver because they, they're constantly firing uh, torpedoes. And, you, and you, I, you feel like you learn something.
4: Yeah. Right. Like,
2: I didn't know this is the way that they would right. defend against an income. You're getting broadside. Right. How side. do you defend against a, 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 yeah. a, 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 what am I, a torpedo? Yeah. And they do. And you actually see it, and you're like, that makes sense. Uh, right. I, like, that's how they defend against something like that. Yeah. Huh. All those hours at West Point. It's all paying off. No, it wouldn't be West yeah. Point. It would be uh, Annapolis. But they, had, yeah. but they had really cool scenes, too, where they did have to use their deck, their deck weapons because they would sometimes not not kill but injure a sub, and it would have to. And as soon as they see it, uh, what we, do we, it don't, we don't we don't breach. Uh, they, people uh, listening uh, can't see your visuals. You'd see I'm sorry, me. yeah, but anyway, it was uh, uh, not sub but.
1: emerge. Emerge like it's from not, the, it's not even the word, I forget what it is. Surface, but, uh, surface uh, yeah, or whatever. Surface, yeah. uh, so they're like, We crippled
2: it, like okay, they yeah. barely got it. Yeah, okay, so. and now it's got a surface, and this thing surfaces. Okay. And they're just like
1: two ships just ding 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 ding, <laughs> just, just lighten <laughs> this thing up. Like right. as soon as it, right? Like, I mean, I think that's yeah, my it's nightmare. pretty cool. Is being trapped in a vessel deeply underwater, and then somebody's shooting at me, and there's blood everywhere, yeah, and sharks, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but uh, cool. you never, you, know, you don't see many movies from a battleship perspective. Why when is it called Greyhound? Back, that's the name of the ship. Uh, okay, uh, he's the. It's, it's a cool. A, it's Tom Hanks' first command. Yeah. Okay, and he's leading three others. So you also see him coordinating with the other ships. You never mm. see any scenes from a different ship and a different commander on a different ship. Cool. Oh, you wow. only, you that's only cool. see them, hear them respond to him. Wow! Through the radio, that is awesome. Okay,
1: so that probably actually does mean that it literally was, it was just Tom Hanks in front of a green screen the <laughs> entire time with a couple <laughs> other actors. Yep, and all his other actors. But no, it really. Most of it is on the bridge, okay. right there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, and you're cool. hearing all the communication going yeah, on between him cool. and the other ships, him and his radio guy, him and his sonar guy. You know, and they're all they're all communicating, and it's really really neat. And yeah. I felt like it was very real. And I'm like this. Really feels to me like it would really be on a real battleship when you're being t- attacked by a fleet of submarines. Cool. Pretty cool. cool. Awesome. So That's if you get the chance favorite. to see it, watch it. All right. That's awesome.
0: Joey, what do you got this week? I
2: do
4: have information on it. Sorry. Oh, Brad has oh, yeah, information. Is it? Okay. Um, Greyhound is actually based on a 1955 novel called The Good Shepherd by oh, C.S. Forrester. It is not a true story. Okay. But in the novel, though fictional, Forrester was essentially creating an ideal scenario. That described what it was like for allied sailors during the battle of the atlantic oh, so okay. it's like a fiction within non-fiction yeah That's historical fiction yeah right
3: very cool okay cool all right um, it's very cool um all right uh, athena sorry before you start i just looked it up real quick there is a company called dvd.com that is a netflix company that still allows you to do a separate plan where all you do is get movies to your house but it seems very very like useless because first of all it's $8 a month for one movie at a time to- for one movie a month I think okay. no it's
1: probably one movie at a time at a you time? get the movie you send it back you, and you get another one yeah but there's yeah. probably like three days between shipping yeah. and stuff like that anyway
3: and the movies didn't look that good so. oh, okay. <laughs> oh they
1: didn't have like that's that was the only thing that ever made it better than Netflix streaming was that Netflix had like every movie you ever wanted to watch that's available true yeah, yeah. not initially. from
3: the list that I was looking at oh, but yeah. that's
1: unfortunate yeah I guess it's going the way of Gamefly they do Fly. have some yeah. new movies <laughs> oh but... I remember Gamefly bro <laughs> mm-hmm. those days were yeah. lit <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, go ahead. Anyway, so, uh, Thea and I are going to do, uh, we did kind of a, a dual. Joint. Um, cool. a joint. Yeah, this is a, this is a Bainey joint. Um, <laughs> anyway, we did yeah. kind of a, we did kind of a dual walk the plank. I don't plank endorse that name. With, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did a, a, a dual walk the plank where we, we said we would, re- would report back on it last month. And so. Uh, we watched The Old Guard. Netflix uh, is summer blockbuster. It is The Old Guard, right? That's mm-hmm. the name of it. Okay. Um, so I'm actually going to let mm-hmm. Athena go oh, first because okay. right. I think Good. Athena has the more positive spin on the movie, and then I'll <laughs> I'll give the more uh, I'll give the more. You're gonna um, come in and chop its head off. Yeah, kind of. Yeah.
0: Athena's gonna put the crown on, and you're gonna yeah. come and chop the head off. Yeah. So I we're mean, gonna let,
3: I think I think a lot of it is that when I watch a movie on Netflix or other streaming platforms, I have pretty low expectations because a lot of times they're not good. <laughs> um, like I told deprived. you about six underground that I watched. That yeah. was right. awful. Awful. Like, it's just horrible.
1: Mm-hmm. I forgot about that movie. That movie even exists. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Unfortunately, apparently, they're doing, apparently I think Ryan Reynolds and that director are doing another movie together too. <laughs> Ugh, why? Oh,
3: <laughs> Michael Bay Jr. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyway. Um, so, I came in with very low expectations, and I really enjoyed it. I felt like after afterwards Joey and I talked about it, and I didn't feel like we were on the, the same page. Which, which is why
1: we're giving a duel. Yes. Yeah, perspective. Um,
3: but, I mean, I love Charlize Theron. I think she's really talented. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fighting was really cool. Like, I just, like, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. I thought the story was, even though it reminded me of Hancock's story a little bit. Um, Gross. I, I know. I still <laughs> thought, like, I didn't think there were that many inconsistencies. I didn't think there were that many holes or at least things not things that I worried about that I'm watching the movie and I go, Ooh, that's a problem. Like, I don't know. I was, I was invested enough that I didn't think like the holes were a big deal. The little, the small ones that I found. Um, I did think that the person who played like the villain, not the villain, the person who played like, I don't want to give it away, but one of the villains, um, always plays a villain and I've seen him play villains several times before. So I saw him and I immediately knew that he was going to, he was yeah. going to give us a problem at yeah. some point. Um, and he did. Um, <laughs> 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 um,
2: they have to stop doing that. Yeah. Quit casting oh, like this guy is obviously the bad guy. Right. And then
3: you've got somebody else who I don't like. <laughs> I'm a very black and white sort of person. So when you have a bad guy who has a sob story, I'm like, i don't like that uh, right yeah. <laughs> i want him to be bad and i want to hate him i yeah. don't want him to be, so when be we bad. Kill and sorry kill him yeah mm-hmm. so there was one of those two and i'm not a big fan of that um right. but i mean other than that i i i did really enjoy it i thought uh there was there was some yeah i I'm i, I enjoyed I it. It. you're gonna that. get to that yeah, okay I can get into that. um but yeah i thought it was a, a good movie especially for a netflix original
0: well, speaking of, mm. speaking of real quick, um, identifying the bad guy early. I was just telling Dove this the other day. I came home one day to watch uh, to my beautiful little wife. She decided to venture out on the Netflix series called <laughs> Cursed.
3: Oh, and no. So
0: she starts watching it. Oh, no. And I come in. I'm like, okay, what's this? So I sit down and, okay, watch the first scene. Bunch of, you know, LARPing noobs, you know, casting curses on each other, whatever. <laughs> And a bunch of LARPers out here yeah. in the woods. LARPing noobs. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. And, and so then we cut away. And um, we cut away. And five seconds, maybe even less, into the new scene, we went to a different place with different characters. I said, there's the bad guy. There he is. And it was, first off, it was an old white man. I said, we found a our, found our bad guy. And secondly, he started ta- talking positively about God. And I said, there he is that's the bad guy and uh, about you know uh, 20 seconds later turns around the camera pans around in the background it's a bunch of monks and they're just killing everybody because that's what monks do man they just kill everybody for no reason bro and this old white dude is totally
2: the bad guy
0: and I was just like yeah, there he is <laughs> yep 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 uh, yep that's what it's so predictable I gotta quote that. all these
1: hollyweeders are so predictable <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. he's been saying that for 30 years oh anyway sorry I go ahead that. John
1: I, it was really monks killing people oh yeah I Yeah. just, just oh, like wow. nervous because like, they're that. like scared of well, like people who think differently than them we, I mean, so they just gonna kill them for I mean, no reason we all know it's historically accurate that monks only stayed in monasteries to just build up their rage to be let loose once a year That's true.
3: <laughs> I didn't yeah. really I didn't really give any sort of overview to that movie though. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Anyway,
1: okay, so The Old Guard, right? So we we did talk about this a little bit last month. Um yeah, I'll give You uh, didn't uh, know how they were
0: what not dying. That's what I'm curious yeah, about. Yeah, yeah,
1: okay. So yeah, so yeah, so basically the very brief premise is that uh, The Old Guard is basically like like a, a bunch of people um not a bunch. It's like 5, I think, as the main set of the cast. Um, Five people who develop uh, immortality seemingly um, where they cannot be killed um, and then they basically go through history and they seemingly try to kind of like navigate based on their own moral compass who's on the right side of history and then help the right side of history. Um, they kind of briefly mentioned. I thought they were going to go into this more deeply. Um, they didn't really. They kind of briefly mentioned that the fact that it, it, they've been on the wrong side of history mm-hmm. and on the right side Which of I history. Was but kinda they, cool. yeah, it was a cool idea, but they didn't really okay. go into it too much. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so so they weren't perfect social yeah, justice warriors. Exactly. Well, well, uh, we'll get to that. Um, wow. I don't <laughs> know. But but basically, um, so Charlize Theron. Uh, Theron, it's just Theron, yeah, right? Theron. Just yeah. 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 Charli Theron. Theron, um, Charlize <laughs> Theron is um, is like the main leader of the group, um, and then it's is it what is it originally like, it's her and three guys yeah. initially. Yeah. It's her and three other guys initially. Um, and so, and then, but basically like there isn't, uh, you know, Luke's asking how they get their powers and how that works. There isn't a ton of explanation. They seemingly don't know. Right. Mm. So they basically never explain it. Like, like basically, what? basically what happens is, is there is some sort of genome within somewhere that when someone dies, they come back to life and that's when they have the power basically. Um, and, and when this happens, when a person dies and then it, like a normal person seemingly who has no idea dies and then does, has the resurrection occurs, everyone else who has this power has dreams about them. Uh, So they basically go and find find each
3: other. And so, um,
1: and, and so that's, I mean, so that's kind of like how they find each other and how they band together. Um, which is kind of like this, this movie is very interesting to me because in one sense it felt, I don't know if it's like based off of a comic book or something. I think it might be based off of something, but um I can it, check that up, right? it felt very thank you, Red. It felt um, very it was very violent, very visceral, very R-rated, but in the same hand it felt like a like a young adult novel. Like it felt very much like much very much like um young do you have an answer? Comic book. Comic book. Okay. Do young, call it? young, uh yeah, like young, new person who has no idea what's going on is resurrected, and then she's taken in by this merry band of uh, of ancient slaughterers, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then they're like, oh, this is how things work now, and you're and she doesn't know what's going on, and you don't know what's going on, and they they, they do they do kind of go through all the same steps of a normal blockbuster action movie where she's learning there's a fight scene between the mentor and the, and the yeah. young person and they yeah. go through all that stuff right and then the young person has to kind of like take up the mantle. The, something that was interesting and again inexplicable they didn't ex- really explain it is that they do all have a timeline so basically this immortality comes and then eventually it does just go Oh, wow. So basically, and it is kind of an interesting idea. I mean, so one of the ways they introduce it is that the opening of the movie, um, you'll see it in the trailer too, so I'm not spoiling anything. But the opening of the movie is it shows them they walk into this room, they think they're going to save somebody. They end up getting basically ambushed by like Set a up. giant SWAT team, and they just get mowed down. Mm-hmm. And then the and then the movie is like an overdub of Charlize Theron's voice, and she basically says like, "Will this be the last time?" Mm-hmm. So every time they do die, they don't intentionally. They're not like Wolverine, where they're just like taking bullets and right. and cutting people. They like still they, don't want to die. They, they, yeah, yeah, they don't. They don't try and be reckless because right. they know that like any time could be the end, Interesting. or they could resurrect again. They have no idea. <laughs> um, and so, um, it's they, cool sci-fi right there. Yeah, they're a little less. They're a little bit more reckless when they're younger because they've they, they've noticed that it just takes it takes like years and years and like seemingly hundreds of years before like it could wear off so mm-hmm. normally when you're new it doesn't happen right away but then they do start to become more and more careful as they go um, anyway into getting into the movie um, I mean to me there's like basically like three kinds of movies right now um, and so and they all are kind of interwoven but there's just there's movies that are just like bad right there's movies <laughs> that are just awful they're poorly written. Terrible characters, Um, they just like, they kind of like miss every beat that they should, right? And then there's, you know, then on the other side of the spectrum, you have great movies, right? That are, you know, you love the characters, you love the story, it hits all the points you need it to, the execution is really good. And then you kind of have this movie, which seems to be a growing thing, where you have a movie that's actually seemingly has a lot of foundation to be pretty solid, um, but does kind of get bogged down in the social justice preachiness realm. Um, and there's a lot of that that happens here. Um, the, uh, <laughs> there is a – um, of the three male characters who are also immortals, two of them are um, – two of them fall in love with each other, um, and they were on both sides of the Crusades. So they are originally fighting and hated each other, and they actually kill each other in the Crusades, and that's when they both resurrect, and then they fall in love. So there's that. Um, there's, uh, are they both dudes? Yeah. Yes, they're both dudes. Yeah, that's what As I just said. You yeah, Gross. as you, do, yeah. So they kill each other, then they fall like, way back up, and then they fall in love. So there's that. Yeah, that's um, how it happens. There was, uh, there was, a, there was a bunch of stuff. Um, I'm, now I'm kind of feel like I'm blanking. We watched this movie like a month ago. I feel like there was a lot more. Well, we got an like, attack. Kind of we, cause to attack go. because that
2: means he was a knight's
1: temple Well, Templar, probably, I mean, the which, main
3: villain is a. Oh yeah, it's a pharmaceutical, rich, white. rich,
1: rich white pharmaceutical CEO. <laughs> uh-huh. Right, that was the one that you were like, oh yeah, this, <laughs> no, this dude. No, the yeah. capitalist.
3: Yeah. There's the m- there's actually several villains of the movie, which is why okay. yeah. I was kind of saying there's one of them that there's I mean there's one that the trailer shows you is a bad guy, and then there's one that you're like yeah I, that I was like oh I know this guy he well, it's so- he betrays everyone in every movie he's in
1: <laughs> oh yeah I mean, she, I mean that's true there's like that's true there's like three there's like three bad yeah. guys and mm-hmm. Athena called all of them so oh, quickly. good job Athena well you uh, know she she was, pretty, common pretty bad massive. guys
2: that dude the uh, the guy with the half closed eye and the man in the high castle.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, um, what's, what's his, his name? Rediger. No, not no. Force Whitaker <laughs> <Forrest laughs> does have a half closed yes. eye. Not Forrest Whitaker. He's a white dude. He has dark no, black uh, hair. He's a half closed um, eye. Oh, no, you know what I'm talking Ru- about Rudolph yeah. something Rudolph. He's like always the bad guy. I forget. Guy. Um, I'm fine. Anyway. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He's. I actually like him. He's a he's a good. I like guy. him too. He's from he's A Knight's Tale. He's the bad guy in A night's Tale. Um, he's anyway, he's a bad guy in everything. Yeah, sure. Anyway, so. <laughs>
2: oh, I know his name. Yeah, I was,
1: Yeah, before. Before somebody get it. it. it, it does start it. with an R, I think, before, but I don't think it's before Rudolph Before Brad can pick it out, we're gonna see. I have see. it right now. Oh, um, oh, keep going, keep going. I'm oh no, hold on. Brad, it. say it. Go ahead, Everybody Brad. Say
2: it, Luke. Just
1: do it. <laughs> <laughs> God Ruf- save Rufus. Ruf- Rufus. Rufus, see C- well. well. I oh yeah, Rufus. Rufus Rudolph, see C- C- well. Rufus. Rufus, Rufus. Okay, all right. Okay, Rufus. Anyway, Rufus don't see well. Oh my <laughs> god. god. Wow, uh, second bad joke tonight. Uh, anyway, back to the old guard. Anyway, so that's kind of the movie. Is that um, honestly, Athena's right? Like it actually um, holds together a lot more than most Netflix movies do. Um, the, I mean, it just it does get very preachy about a lot of different things. Um, I mean, Charlize Theron's character also, I mean, there was, I mean, there's also implications there that she may have been in love with a woman that was part of their guard. So she's trans, non-binary. No, no, She's not trans, but she's, uh, but that would just be, she might just be, she might just be be, like um, gay. She might just be a lesbian, but. um, Oh, great. That works. I don't, I guess. But we don't know.
3: There's, there's, I mean, there's times, but when you, I mean, you also have to think about, it's. I don't know. You have to think about the fact that they were the only at that point. They were the only two people yeah, who two had mortals. this and immortality, yeah, so not, they never actually tell us if yeah. they're there's if not, they're just best. Like this is the only person who yeah. understands but who but I am. Basi- but
1: basically, she, so Charlize Theron. We're better not knowing. Charlize Theron and this other character end up. Uh, well, getting, getting tried. So. They end up getting tried as witches, right, because of their immortality. And then it is pretty brutal. They take the... They, they oh. initially, like, initially they they burn them at the stake and they come back, right? And they do this other stuff and they come back. Wait, is they, this a movie or series? It's I, a, I, I, well It's a movie, end. but it looks like they're going to make more movies oh, yeah. based yeah, on right, the right, ending. Right. Um, but it's a, it's a movie. Um, but anyway, it's, yeah, it's not a television series. We wouldn't have done it if it was a TV series. But anyway, so they burn them, they come back. And so they basically are, like, talking to each other and they're basically just like, you know, they're going to keep doing this to us. We're going to have to find a way to escape. And then basically they come in and they grab the they grab the other character whose name I can't remember um, she's the only named briefly and they basically they throw her in one of those iron maidens and then they drop yeah. oh. him, and then they drop her in the bottom of the ocean Ew. and so like they literally oh it is pretty brutal because they literally like they Charlie's Theron and the others they have dreams about the, the, the these people mm-hmm. right like the others that are out there and they basically dream about how like she's at the bottom of the ocean and she dies and she resurrects yep. and she wakes up. And she can't get out. And she's just at the bottom of the ocean. And she suffocates again. She drowns again. Oh. And she just does it eternally. Oh, so life. Charlize
3: Theron has, like, a lot of guilt about yeah, not being able to. I mean, like, can you imagine? That's
1: yeah. pretty so, heavy yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's that really heavy. And that's the thing: is that I will say that. Um, Like the characters in this in in the movie are there's a lot of them that are very likable and there's the acting is really good. A lot of the actors do a really good job. A lot of them are kind of like no names. There's only a couple who you'd probably recognize, Um, but they do a really good job. And I will say that I will say also one other thing that I thought was really good is that the character they bring in, um, like the character who the new character Mm -hmm. right, the one who basically dies. Um, She's a a female uh, like. Uh, Marine, I think, um, and she dies, and then she wakes up and she's resurrected, and they go and they find her, and the one they bring in, and she's like the new, the new girl, right, the new woman, um, to the, <clears throat> to the scene, like she actually is a character that you really like. I don't know, I felt like they could have gone a lot of different ways with her that would have been really unlikable, but she's honestly probably the most likable character. Mm-hmm. Like she's like a really cool character mm-hmm. um, that they like really develop. And the big thing, the big thing for me, the thing that I really appreciated about her character, and and my, sounded more and,
0: positive than Athena's <clears throat> review.
1: No, the, the thing I really appreciate about her character, and and honestly, it's because I forget all of the different like social justice stuff that they kind of preached at you. Yeah. I meant to go into that more, and I'm I'm kind of blanking on like some of that stuff, um, <clears throat> because there are a lot of points. But the other thing, the other thing is, is that like she's the big contention I had with the movie, aside from all of that stuff, actually is the kind of like weird morality it has. Mm-hmm. So basically like Charlize Theron and her, her band are like at this like weird moral crossroads where they keep doing stuff that they foresee as being good but the world they think just keeps getting worse. It just keeps getting, you know, they don't feel like they're doing anything to help it, right? And then one of these, one of the characters is not part of their band eventually finds out and like pieces together that, um, that like they have done all this stuff that has actually helped humanity, right? But the whole movie is basically them just like slaughtering like large groups of people, mm. and so and and what I really like about it is the new character they bring in. They're going into this place to basically kill a bunch of people, and she's just like like no. Um, actually, is she a Christian in the movie? I forget. I feel like they did address her her faith briefly, but I don't remember I how. I don't remember. It was um, very brief. If they I can't did, remember. Yeah. Um, but it basically, remember. she does. She has this like like moral point where she basically leaves. She like tells them, I'm yeah. not I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be a part of this group because that's all you guys do is you go and you like kill all these Murder people. people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it unfortunately, it kind of unwinds because she eventually goes back to save them and then ends up killing a bunch of people. But they're, <laughs> all, they're all, they're all a bunch of, they're all basically a bunch of, uh, a bunch of security guys protecting the evil CEO of a pharmaceutical, yeah, right, pharmaceutical, right. pharmaceutical company. A right. bunch of white. So men. it's justified. Yeah, um, and she does she does have her reasons because she sees she ends up seeing this this wall that's like that's like oh well they killed this person here but they ended up saving this guy who cured this disease and so like everything they're doing is actually good but it was just weird it was just like they go around like 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 murdering people and it's like okay if we just are murdering the right people then the ripple effect is good and i was just like this is a weird yeah case anyone who has
2: not been unplugged is an agent
1: yeah, it's I don't know. It was just like it's a true. weird case for morality, and I was just I don't know. I was very uncomfortable with the whole yeah. thing because um, it was it was like some place between like Punisher morality and mm-hmm. then just like and like complete like we shouldn't kill anybody morality. It was like some weird in between <laughs> thing that couldn't decide where it was. It's
0: Punisher and uh, Daredevil. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. never yeah. kill anyone for no for
1: any reason. Yeah, the justice system in prison will take care of them.
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: But anyway, so yeah, so. It, as a movie, like it does, like I said, it 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 actually hits some beats that was kind of cool for a for honestly I, feel I don't like know if pro- I
2: could see it man I just just hearing you today there's, there's yeah there's well that's and that's there, the thing like, and that's just, the thing is I, it I just really, completely ruins it even the little yeah.
1: things ruin it yeah. for me and, and there's things. and there's no little things everything is Ugh. everything is as unsubtle as it can be <laughs> <know>? and, so, <laughs> um, and so it's all very it's why all very, Hollywood very, stop it's all very pointed yeah, um, but to. but surprise like I said surprising there are bones there like in the characters and this in the plot and the story that actually like work and are were kind of cool but also, most of it is stuff that we've seen before. Like, I don't know. That's how I kind of felt too, is that like I felt like I had a lot of it was like, okay, stuff I've, I've, I've gotten this yeah. before. Um, yeah. yeah. And so, <gasps> okay. I don't know. I mean, I it was, in my
3: opinion, it was an entertaining movie on Netflix <laughs> that was new. Nothing new is coming out right now. We yeah, can't yeah, go to the course. movie theater and see things. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a new movie that, that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like, for the most part, yeah. and I don't know how much more I can ask for from yeah. Netflix original movies. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, I was very conflicted over it, and I think that. But I think Athena's right. But it's also like the scale on which we judge things because we don't. You say the
2: political correctness did not ruin it. No, no, I for me. It, it, but the political correctness did ruin it in Mad
1: Max. No, no, I, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that about Old Guard. Like I, right. I'm not but you saying are I, saying that about Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. For, no, yeah. he is
0: saying political correctness around both of them. Yeah.
1: yeah oh, for, you are. Yeah, oh, yeah. For me, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm oh. saying that surprisingly, a lot of times, like when we talk about Star Wars, right? Force Awakens, like the bones aren't even good in that movie. Like <laughs> right, not only, right. not only are do they get preachy and weird and stuff right. like that, but there's just like giant plot holes that right, are like, yeah. why is this here? Why is this like that? Right. This movie surprisingly actually has like some decent. Good stuff in it that, like, if you can wade through all the other stuff, I don't think wading through the other stuff is worth it. But if you're like desperate and you really want just like a summer (laughs) action movie that actually has some, you're really desperate. Yeah, but Athena, like I said, Athena really liked it. I, for me, it kind of it kind of turned me off to the movie. I definitely didn't feel nearly as good about it. But I also do recognize that it's not just like – it's not complete Hollywood okay. garbage right. in the sense of like story and character and stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
2: It's such a shame, man. I love I love good sci-fi. And when they just put that stuff in, man, it just it's such a shame. Anyway, yeah, I yeah. know. I know. A lot of them are being ruined.
0: Well, that's Joey and uh, Athena's review of The Old the Guard. Old guard. The guard um, is old. I, yeah. I did something this this month that I don't normally do, but I love to do it to get my mind off of seeing the same regurgitated plots over and over again. I watched a documentary, and the mm. documentary is called Inmate Number 1. It's about Danny Trejo, if you know who Danny yeah. Trejo is. Yeah. It's his story of how he started off as a convict and spent time in every major prison out west that you can think of, essentially, in California. Uh, Folsom... Um, Uh, San Quentin, you know, all these big, huge uh, prisons out there. Spent time in all of them and then became an actor. Um,
1: And then played a bunch. And then basically played a comedy. Basically played himself. (laughs) Yes, Yes, basically played
0: himself. He is a really ugly dude. He is a very ugly guy. But you look at pictures when he was younger, he's a very, very good-looking guy, younger, as a younger person. He got started. It's the uh, mileage. He got started. He got into drugs and he got uh, picked up for doing drugs um, and uh, theft. He got sent to San Quentin and started making rounds in the big pr- prisons. He said something very interesting that I thought was true, but, but I just need to hear someone say it. He said, In the prison, you're always afraid. You're always afraid because you could be a 350 pound guy. And he said, That means nothing in prison. He said, hmm. That means nothing. He said, "Because six because six inches of steel makes everybody the same person." I was like, "Oh my word, yeah, that's scary. That's true." You know, he said it doesn't mean not anything, man. It's six inches of steel and um,
1: <laughs> six inches of sharpened toothpick?
0: Yeah, yeah, or wh- whatever they do, man. All I need <laughs> is a Shanked. shank. Yep, toothbrush. Yep. Um, yep, And oh. so sharpened that's what he said what about I mean. his yeah, about his time in there and. Uh, people have asked him, like, he, you know, the directors would say to him, okay, because he started off being, you know, inmate number one, prisoner number one, um, you know, uh, uh, drug dealer number one, you know, like, you know, just <laughs> all these, all these, you know, stereotypes. And he was totally embraced. People, like, asked him, well, like, hey, man, aren't you, like, worried about being typecast? He's like, oh, I love it. I love <laughs> it, man. I just love it. That's cool. And so he got, he was being cast, and, you know, um, he, he got his he got his start By becoming, uh, he was like a a a prison a prison boxing champion. Every every prison he went to. What is he
2: five foot nothing? Well, well,
0: double. I mean, look at all those look at all those guys. And you, I'm sure they did weight divisions. You know. Okay. And and so he he got his start by becoming a really good boxer. And when he got out of prison, he actually went to work helping other prisoners and drug dealers. You know, like a halfway house that. or something? Yeah, reforming them, you know, becoming right. like a counselor. I forget what the official title was. But he actually went to a warehouse. Um, I forget why he was there, but they were shooting a movie. He didn't know until he got there. And when they were there, they're like, hey, is anyone here a boxer? Because we need somebody to train the actor on how to box. It's a boxing movie. And so he's like, well, yeah, I, I, I know how to box. So he actually ended up training the main actor on how to box. Um, and then um, started it in himself as the bad guy, the bad guy who was boxing at the end. And that's how that's he got to awesome. start him. Which movie oh. was that? Uh, I forget the name of it. It's yeah, a 1970s movie. Brad I mean, can probably find it for me. His first movie
3: wasn't Spy Kids?
0: His first movie was not Spy oh. Kids. That was probably <laughs> the f- I think that was the first movie where he played a good guy, though.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm. Um, with yeah, the exception so, yeah. of Heat. Heat I think he was like a semi good guy.
3: Okay.
0: Wasn't um, he only
1: a semi good guy in Spy Kids too? I thought he like betrayed his I thought he like betrayed the family at one Heat. point or something. That mm-hmm. might
2: have been Cheech Marin. Oh, so, so yeah. it's, a, it's a story of right place at right time with the right skill set. Yeah. yeah.
4: Was it Runaway Train?
2: Oh gosh, was it?
4: Project A? Project, project a, a, that was
2: Jackie
0: Chan. Inmate one. Project a. a. He's
4: low Sam Powell, he's the voice. Oh, he's just the voice. <laughs> he's just the voice. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a dub maybe. Yeah, it and was a really
0: it was a really interesting documentary about how he got started and how he um, you know how his how his career t- t- took off because uh, he started acting in heat with Robert de Niro yep. and after they did the machete series. Um, that was a series.
1: I didn't realize that was yeah, a machete series? K-
0: machete and then machete Kills. And he's actually apparently trying to do one called "Machete Kills Again." Nice. In space. No, I'm not joking. He it jumped, it All right, Brad, go ahead. He jumped
1: right to right to uh, Friday the Thirteenth, Ten, or Jason Ten, or Jason X, or whatever. Oh, um, Jason X.
4: So this is some interesting trivia here. Um, I read for Runaway Train. That's what it's called. Okay. Uh, Danny Trejo was visiting a friend who was working as a production assistant on the set when he was offered a job as an extra. Edward Bunker, whoever that is, probably the director or something, recognized Trejo because they served time. In San oh. Quentin State's prison together, we talked about that. Bunker helped Trejo get hired as like Eric Robert Roberts. Trejo. Tre- thank you, uh, as Eric Roberts' boxing coach, director uh, Andre Konklowski yeah. was so <laughs> impressed with Trejo that he gave him a small role. Trejo later stated that he was staggering to find out that the coaching job earned him three hundred dollars per day, which was more than he ever gotten from a robbery.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. Oh my God.
4: Yep. Mm -hmm.
3: So,
0: and that's why he never really complained about being typecast or whatever. He's like, I did not care. The money was great. And just, he had really low standards set for himself.
3: (laughs) Um, I just need to tell you guys, I was just looking at him for a second, and it says that he played the. Have you guys ever seen Dora? Like the show? Yeah. You know her little monkey friend, Boots? Yeah. He was the voice of Boots in the movie, the Dora movie that just came out. Really? Oh, I knew that. Yeah. That's amazing.
0: I, I thought Boots know. was a kid.
3: He's little, he's a little monkey. Well, Boots yeah. is a monkey. But yeah, but
0: he's also a child.
3: I well, I don't know. It's a monkey, so I don't know if it's a child, but still <laughs> could
4: have been a very old. I just
3: old, think that like thinking monkey. of him and his voice and yeah. him playing the little well, purple monkey. Anyway,
0: the documentary was a great wow. was a great documentary about, about two things prison and acting. So
1: Luke's two cool. favorite subjects. <laughs> yeah, of <oops>. course.
0: <laughs> I aspire to be both. <laughs> yep. no, I'm just joking. And Martin Scorsese's. And Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Do
3: you know who plays as Swiper in that? No. Who plays Swiper? Benicio Del Toro. Benicio
0: Del Toro plays Swiper?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, these, these
1: people must be desperate. I mean, Swiper basically is Zorro, so...
3: Well, anyway. Benicio Del Toro? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Not Antonio no, Barris. No, not Banderas. Banderas. No, no, Banderas.
0: Okay, folks. Well, that's uh, The Good and the Bad and the Ugly. Thanks so much for listening. Next week, we will be talking oh. about... Uh, The Invisible Man, Athena's new favorite movie. We will see you guys then.
3: Pause.